This podcast is brought to you by Reynolds and Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Find out what Reynolds is up to in the digital retailing space by visiting reyrey.com slash register. That's R-E-Y, slash register. Hi, everyone. This is Steve Smith with Automotive News. Welcome to Daily Drive for Monday, May 24th. On January 1, 2020, Chrissy Taylor took over as CEO of Enterprise Holdings, representing only the fourth CEO of the company her grandfather, Jack Taylor, started in 1957. In March, the world shut down because of COVID. She describes the 14 months since March 2020 as some of the most challenging in the company's history. But she says she's also very optimistic about the coming travel season and bullish on the transportation industry for the balance of the year. While she notes Enterprise's diverse business portfolio and the financial strength of the private family-held company as helping weather the pandemic, she gives the most credit to the people of Enterprise, whom she says have continued to rise up to every challenge and exceed expectations. This past March, to celebrate the people of Enterprise and in appreciation for everything they had done over the past year to serve customers and the local communities where they operate, the company gave each of its 80,000 employees a $100 gift card to locally owned restaurants, something she calls a win-win for employees and for restaurants hit so hard by the pandemic. The company is also investing in digital strategies to enhance customers' experience, particularly in areas like low-touch rentals, work Taylor says was underway before the pandemic but was accelerated in response to COVID. What else is underway at the rental, sales, and fleet businesses of Enterprise Holdings? How is the company preparing for electric vehicles? And what role does the company have in educating consumers about new automotive technologies? We've caught up with Chrissy Taylor, President and Chief Executive Officer of Enterprise Holdings, in her office at the company's headquarters in St. Louis, Missouri. Chrissy, thanks so much for joining me today on the Daily Drive podcast. How are you? I am great. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Steve. I really appreciate it. Well, it is is an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. So you started your career with Enterprise as an intern, 17 positions since then. You're now the fourth CEO of the company your grandfather, Jack Taylor, founded in 1957. You're 15 months into the job, and what a strange trip the last year has been. COVID, now a shortage of new vehicles to refresh the fleet. How's the business holding up? Yes, it has been a crazy ride, Steve, and thank you for asking how the business is. And, you know, it has been the most challenging 14 months in the history of our organization. But I have to tell you, our people continue to rise to the challenge and exceed our expectations. They have just been amazing. Also, the diversity of our portfolio, you know, it's not just rental car. We've got the original business my grandfather founded, uh, Fleet Management. We also have a car sale division, a truck division, a commute, fleet man- the fleet management. Um, and so that diversity of portfolio really helped us weather this storm very, very well. And then as a privately held family business, um, the financial strength of the business has really been a competitive advantage for us. So over the last 14 months, we have tried to focus on what we can control, and that is taking care of our employees, our customers, and our partners. And so we are optimistic about the future. We are confident about summer travel, and we are excited about what lays ahead. But you are right. It has been a wild ride, um, but the business is doing well, and we doing well, and our people have been amazing. How are the people doing? 
Yeah. Again, thank you for asking that question because they are the lifeblood of our organization. And when we were asked to stay further apart, we became closer as a team. And our people have been incredible and have taken extraordinary steps to support our business, our customers, and our communities. On Monday, I was in Minneapolis visiting our team, and they are sending me and talking to me about encouragement and letters of support and dance videos. We do like to dance around here. So they are enthusiastic, they're energetic, and they are very positive about this summer. So our team is great, and they have done a phenomenal job. The reaction to the recent employee recognition program by giving them gift cards to locally owned communities, I have to imagine the response from from the people uh, throughout the enterprise organization was phenomenal. It, it was phenomenal. So we launched it on a Friday, which was an employee appreciation day. And one of our SVPs who runs the North Central team, she was getting all of this feedback from the field and all of our employees. And we were texting back and forth. And the entire day, I was like, I think we're on the verge of tears because it was such a win-win to tell our frontline employees, thank you for a job well done over the last 14 months and giving back to restaurants in the communities that were hit so hard by the pandemic. Um, And we are involved in all of our local communities with our 10,000 branch network. And so it really was a thank you to both the communities and our people and working together. It was a win-win and it was, it was so emotional and it was awesome. So. This year has brought about a lot of changes in not only enterprise, but a lot of companies, how they interact with consumers. And in your business, in the rental business, that personal connection with consumers is a big deal. How has the company responded to changing customer expectations? And and are you using any digital strategies to address their different behaviors and engage with them in new types of ways? Yes. So our business, like every other business, will forever be changed by the past 14 months. But we are focused on what the positive elements of that change can be. And so this really, we've used this time for accelerated innovation. So we have a great example of this. So during the pandemic, we pulled together a dedicated team completely focusing on enabling our new low-touch rental experience. Our customer experience team pre-pandemic was already working on this important initiative. Um, So this really, during the pandemic, allowed us to clear the deck and just focus on that customer experience and pulling it out to the curb and listening to the safety and well-being that we needed to address during the pandemic. So as we come out of the pandemic, being out by the curb, offering a low-touch almost no touch experience um, using our digital properties, our product teams, our IT infrastructure, and having all of those teams work together, we will continue to move that initiative forward way long after the pandemic, because we know that our customers, they want a frictionless frictionless experience in which they are in control. And so we want to continue to offer that for our customer. Um, I think also a really big um, takeaway from the pandemic is that we need to bridge, you know, high customer service that we are known for and the great service our people offer with high tech. And we can then help reimagine how we can help people travel and innovative solutions we can bring to them. And so that marriage is really, really important for us. 
Let's stick with uh, innovation. Let's stick with new competitors and particularly companies like Carvana and the impact on enterprises sales business. How do you view these competitors and what is the company thinking in terms of uh, competing against them in the car sales business? Mm-hmm. So a huge shout out to our enterprise car sale business, because um, just like our rental business, they were hit incredibly hard uh, last spring when the pandemic rolled out. But since Memorial Weekend through last summer and all the way through this year, they have done a phenomenal job and that business continues to grow for us and the men and women have been just incredible. When we think about customers who want to buy cars and purchase a vehicle, flexibility is key for those customers. So we have invested in technology that allows our customer to interact with us both in dealership, traditional, and online. And that is very, very important because research has shown that a majority of Americans still want to complete some portion of their vehicle purchase in dealership. So first in the dealership, what we've done is we've invested in technology, which we are calling our ACE platform that really streamlines the dealership experience. But what you can do is start your purchase online with our digital properties, which you can then search inventory, you can look at products, you can book a test drive. And so what we want to do when we think about the market and that customer experience and moving forward, we want to make sure that we offer that flexible experience both online and in dealership. And let me tell you, Steve, I just purchased a car from Enterprise Car Sales, and I am 100% completely satisfied. (laughs) I will say that I, I actually I'll share, I rented from Enterprise this past weekend. Thank and you. And it was a great experience. And I was pulling out and there was a very nice BMW 6 Series sitting there on the sales side of the lot. It really makes you think and, and it really showcases the, not only the experience you're talking about, but the, mm-hmm. the, the types of vehicles that are also available through your car sales business. Yes, absolutely. The diversity of the product um, on our lot and what you can find online um, is incredibly important to our customer. And, you know, we've seen that the market, more people are buying larger vehicles, those SUVs, those crossovers, those luxury sedans. And so we want to make sure that that mirrors what our lot mirrors what the population is looking for. So that's really important. Thank you. Let's talk about the upcoming summer season, uh, travel season. Certainly the pandemic waning is creating a lot of pent-up demand for transportation and travel. But at the same time, it is facing some headwinds, particularly when you're thinking about a shortage of vehicles. We've recently had a disruption in supply and fuel supply, and all of that stuff is translating into higher costs for consumers. How is that going to impact the summer travel season and the business for the balance of 2021? So despite some of these challenges, my team and I, we are incredibly optimistic about summer travel and confident that we will continue to grow and travel will be positive through the remainder of the year. And it is just refreshing. It is wonderful to see the return of travel as there is a ton of pent up demand and that demand will continue to grow through the summer and into the fall. Also, the vaccine distribution and updated health guidance, um, that also is building confidence with the consumer, which is so important because as a travel industry and playing a major role in the travel industry, building confidence that it's okay to travel and you are safe 
is so critical across the board and getting travel and the economy back online. Um, so to your point with some of the challenges, you know, our team is totally committed to doing everything we can to help customer customers with their transportation needs. It is so important for us to get our customers back on the road, seeing the people they love and, you know, reintroducing them to the experiences that they have missed over the past year. What's important about these challenges, though, is when you look at the challenge, what's the trend beneath the challenge? And so some trends that we are seeing is the leisure customer books longer lengths of rental. And so our cars are out longer. Also, there is a bigger demand for specialty vehicles, the minivan, the um, larger SUVs, pickup trucks, because people are using those to travel. And so we are watching that demand ramp up. Also, um, you know, in markets like Florida, people want to drive convertibles and they're willing to pay for those more exotic or higher end vehicles. And so these trends are unfolding as travel ramps back up. And so we are doing everything we can to address those trends and embrace those trends. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back with more. Consumers today are pushing for remote and virtual experiences. What you may think is a simple fix by going fully online quickly results in an even bigger problem, loss of control and shrinking profit margins. The question isn't if you go online, it's how. How is it done in a way that you don't sacrifice the success of your overall dealership? The answer? Tune in starting May 17th for a virtual summit hosted by Reynolds & Reynolds. You will gain educational insight into all things digital retail, challenges to the status quo, how to retail anywhere without sacrificing anything, and the true impact on dealerships just like yours through one-on-one dealer conversations. This event is on us and on demand. Grab a seat while they last. We hope to see you there. To register for the virtual summit and learn more about retail anywhere, visit rayray.com slash register. That's R-E-Y, R-E-Y dot com slash register. Can you talk a little bit about how important the exotic business is to your your operations? Yes, it is a very, very nice compliment to our daily rental operation with those higher end vehicles. And it's a compliment because a lot of people don't know that it's not just about renting on airport, but we have a huge suburban uh, location network um, within the United States and within our global operation. And many people, unfortunately, they get into an accident and their insurance company is paying for the rental. Well, these higher end vehicles also get into an accident and Their expectation is that they want a higher end vehicle to get into as temporary transportation. And so that business continues to grow because these higher end vehicles are getting in accidents. And so, and because we've got great relationships with our insurance partners, they're willing to pay for those vehicles. And so um, we continue to expand that business and our teams have done a great job. And so that is something that during the pandemic, uh, we have doubled down in because we know the demand for those vehicles is there. Let's turn the lens a little bit. A couple of questions around electric vehicles. You talk about enterprises, investments in its facilities and local communities. And I think about that and I think about the industry's push to EVs. 
What kind of investments are you thinking about as your team thinking about in your local uh, dealership, your local centers? Um, are you are you thinking about putting mass implement in, uh, installation of, of electric chargers, for example? Yeah. So as a company that owns and operates the world's largest fleet of vehicles, we are well positioned to lead in this space. Um, However, with the transition into EV, this is extremely complex and it impacts every aspect of our business. And I mean like every aspect of our business. So we are taking a very thoughtful approach to electrification and our fleet to ensure we've thought through everything. Now, you can never think of 100% of it, but we can get you know 99% of the, the way there, and that includes infrastructure needs. Now, when we talk about infrastructure and adding charging stations, we are more than willing to put charging st- stations within our local operations and in our, in our branches, we call it, in our local operations. But what we need to do, there are a lot of stakeholders that are involved in the transition to electrification and that infrastructure. So we are in the process of working with cities, with state and federal officials, with electric utilities, with infrastructure providers, and other partners so that we are having conversations and we have a seat at the table so that we can increase our EV fleet and enhance the viability of the transition to EV. Um, There are a lot of stakeholders and we want to make sure that we are developing great partners and partnerships so that we can help move this forward and be a leader in this space. We talk about stakeholders, and I think one of the things when I look at consumers and think about EVs, the verdict is still out in some respects. Certainly automakers have come a long way, range different sizes of electrified uh, vehicles, no longer the small compact vehicles. What is the role that a company like Enterprise plays in educating consumers around the benefits of electrified vehicles? We will play a huge role in that. Um, As I said, a lot of our customers have been in an accident. And so when they get in an accident and we put them in our rental, it's a test drive. And so when you're test driving new vehicles with new technology and EV technology, um, it builds the consumer awareness and understanding for these new technologies, and it will build understanding and awareness for EV vehicles. So it, as I said, it's like the perfect test drive for consumers, and that makes us a very, very strong partner with the OEMs and with these stakeholders. Um, also, you know, we talk a lot about our daily rental business, but the depth of our portfolio also is conducive to transitioning to EV. So Enterprise Fleet Management, which is the original business my grandfather founded, has thousands of small to medium-sized businesses that are all thinking about who use trucks and vehicles for their operations to be successful. They are thinking about transitioning to EVs in that light-duty truck space. We can help them do that because we help them manage and acquire their fleet. So that is perfectly conducive to that transition. Also, commute, car share, car club in Europe. Um, They also have operating models that are conducive to electrification and electric vehicles. So we are excited, um, but again, it is very complex, and we are already working. We are already started our work on this very important initiative. Let's close with a longer term view around these technologies and these emergence of not only electrified but autonomous vehicles. 
How is the company thinking about that? And what is the company's strategy to have a significant role in that future of shared autonomous and electrified transportation? Yes, it's a huge evolving market and we're excited to participate and really help shape it and evolve it. So we continue to keep a very close eye on and we are also investing in emerging technologies, which include autonomous, connected vehicle, electrification, other technologies around the automobile and mobility. We have a very small but mighty team um, that is making those investments for us so that we can understand what's happening in the market. And when we think about mobility for enterprise and our brands, it is really about reimagining how we can help our customers travel the globe and the innovative solutions and emerging technologies, we can leverage to help them do that. Um, And so when people think about innovation and in the mobility space, you know, we want them to think, they should think about enterprise because we are the largest owner of vehicles in the world. We have a huge global footprint. We have excellent leadership at all levels within the organization that we can really help shape and drive the future of mobility. And at the end of the day, we want to be a great partner to help move this forward. Chrissy, thank you so much for sharing your perspective and joining me today on the Daily Drive podcast. And as a fellow St. Louisan, thank you for everything that you and the family are doing to support the local community and, frankly, the communities everywhere that Enterprise operates. It's a terrific story, and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Steve, for the time. And I will see you in person in St. Louis very soon. Absolutely. Go St. Louis City, right? Yeah, that's right. MLS team, here we come. We'll have some toasted raviolis and we'll ravioli and we'll watch a soccer match. I would look forward to that. We will see each other soon. Thank you again. Right. Thank you very much, Steve. That's Daily Drive for Monday, May 24th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And to catch up on all of our episodes of Daily Drive, go to autonews.com forward slash daily drive. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.